0: So, one of my favorite all-time songs in the history of mankind is, I think it's, it's, it might not be Phil Collins, it might be a Genesis song, that's for the old school people, it's called Land of Confusion, uh, this is the world we're living, uh, I feel like today's they, they got uh, Genesis Muppets, they got Muppets for Muppets. that video, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like today's show, unfortunately, could be a little bit of a land of confusion. Is that a, is that a fair way to put it? That's absolutely fair. I'm
1: confused all the way around of what's going on today and
0: where people are. Okay. So we'll figure it out though as we go. Here's let's let's try to give you a blueprint. Is that is is that a fair way to start this today? Here's the blueprint of how we hope the show is going to go. All right, number one, welcome to Starkville. My name is Chris Plank this is the plank show you might notice tj perry standing by standing by in the buffalo wild Wings studio which means josh is not in today josh is fine all is right with the world but we are playing at 12 30 this morning so that means at some point i need to move on from the marriott bonvoy or wherever we're staying here in starkville and get over to the stadium so the original goal was hey josh I'm going to have to bolt at about 9.45 to get on a bus. It's like a two-minute drive over, get my pregame with coach, and boom, we'll do the show. But wait! Um, Josh got called in to do some high school, correct? He's calling a state tournament
1: game today at 10.30 on KREF Sports. TV. Norman High uh, girls versus Edmond Memorial at 10.30. So um, some things huh. happened with the people that normally carry the streaming once you reach the state tournament. Calls were made yesterday. We jumped in, and uh, so Josh and uh, I think Andrew Himes, I believe, is with him today. I could okay. be wrong on that, but okay. Josh definitely on the call uh, for that uh, for that state tournament
0: game over here at the LNC. So, I really like listening to both of them. Andrew is a very good play-by-play guy. Josh is a very good play-by-play guy. So you are not going to be disappointed when you catch that on krefsports.tv. Now, here's the other part of this equation. So, is it just you and me, or at some point, are we tagging in Connor Pasby?
1: So, when you leave to go on your drive, Connor will jump in with me, and then I'll tag out once you're back, and you and Connor will uh, close out. So, yeah. (laughs) We've got everybody
0: everywhere, I think. So, as I posed it, this is how I posed it to TJ, and... Uh, dads and moms that are listening that have to drop their kids off every now and then can understand. I feel like I feel like TJ. I'm having you watch the kids for just a bit while I run a couple of errands. Right. Hey, TJ, listen, watch kids. All right, take care. I, I, they're, they're, nothing's gonna happen here. I've got a kids. business
1: meeting with Patty for a few
0: minutes. <laughs> you guys be quiet. There's, there's nothing you can say that's gonna upset them. They're gonna be They're all fed. They're all good everyone should be in a good mood hey i wanted to i want to i'm glad that i am glad that you're in this morning because a I, I always love hanging out with you but i am um, i don't get a chance to listen in the afternoon as much as i want to i have uh i have a big 12 show um i always lose the battle for the radio with my daughters whenever i have them and usually it's just kind of hit and and, and miss right that's and nothing against the guys. It's my, it's one of my favorite shows. I just don't get to listen live very often. And I, I definitely don't get to listen to Locked In as much as I want to. Let me tell you something right now. I listened to – we had – I had a, uh, <laughs> I read the time when we were leaving wrong yesterday, TJ, uh, and it was a good mistake because it had me there three hours earlier than I was supposed to be. So – Instead of just driving all the way back home, I I had what I like to call a my wife day. You know what I mean by my wife day? My wife, uh, her day, while incredible with the bills and the kids and all that stuff, there's usually a charge or two from TJ Maxx or Target or something that <laughs> tends to magically happen in the middle of the afternoon. Right. So I had a, I had a Sarah Plank day because I'm like, listen, I could drive home, but then when I drive home, I'm going to be nervous about traffic. So just stay in Norman. You know, go to—I I think I went to Academy. Go to all the places you want to go when your kids don't let you. And in in that in that travel, I listen to Tyler and and um, White Parker, Parker and and Teddy. Mm-hmm. Why what do I blank on Parker's name of all people? Here, here's—I I, I want to give this endorsement because I feel like in from 6 a to noon. We cover recruiting, right, TJ? Whenever there's a story, we're going to be all over it. Um, Josh does a really good job of keeping us up to date. We bring in great guests. You know, the 24-7 Sports Network has been really, really good to us, right, with not only what the information Parker brings, but having guys like Brandon Drum and, you know, uh, Jesse Crittenden is now on with with Steelman. My point is we, we do our best, right, but I don't know. If there is a more thorough and in-depth show that I've ever heard in my life on one topic, then locked in when it comes to recruiting. TJ, when I tell you <laughs> I came away from that with my head spinning with information in a good way, and almost felt like at times they were talking a foreign language. I was like, wait, what? What guy? Where's? He? Wait, so we got a big three that we're talking about now? If they get this fourth... If you're a recruiting fan, I understand. You, you probably already subscribe to the the, the rivals and, and the 24-7, the on threes, and you get mad at me because I don't talk enough recruiting, or you get mad at TJ because we don't cover enough. TJ Perry, what we've got going on from two to three right now with Locked In, he's the best recruiting show I've ever heard in my life.
1: I tell I people was, all the time, yeah, because uh, uh, <laughs> I, I do not follow it in the way that – Right. obviously in the way that they do and neither does toby and toby a lot of times feels uncomfortable talking about sure. kids, depending on the point they're in in the uh, process so i often get texts from them hey guys why aren't you hitting on this and i'll text them back trust me they'll hit on it between two and three on locked in you can catch it there and they'll have all the info oh i gosh. sit there amazed sometimes of how do they even know how to pronounce that kid's name what did they just say <laughs> Like yeah, uh, so yeah, no, you're right. They they okay. rattle it off like it's the back of their hand, and I'm like, I don't even know how they keep up with it. And Parker knows hometowns and where they've played and if they've skipped if they've went to a different school and where they previously were. And I'm just like, holy cow. So well, it's just
0: it's it, if I am like, like for instance, I talk a lot about um, you know Pastor Adam Adam Starling. He was very influential with kind of saying, dude, you got to talk more recruiting. And it got me back in, right? And it pulled me back in. I I don't even come near, not just the talk or the understanding, TJ, of that show from two to three. So uh, I bring it up because, A, I don't think I promoted enough on this show. B, everyone has a recruiting pod that they listen to, but inevitably it's going to get into every other topic and every other situation that is involved in, in the sports world, and that's fine, or life. I'm not bemoaning any of the, 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 the 24-7 or the rivals or the on threes or the Bud elliots of the world. You know, Inevitably, whenever there's an Ari Wasserman recruiting pod, he's going to ask whether or not you like a filet of fish or, or a whopper or something, right, or, or w- w- whatever it might be. These dudes literally sat there for an hour and talked recruiting, and they do it every, every single day. day.
1: Every day, yeah, every day, and every day they can come up with something new and I, I, uh, breakdown of something uh, that's going on with. It, it may not even be OU related, but could twist back gosh. if some kid isn't happy that they're hearing, you know, talk that this kid's not happy at Georgia, wherever it may be. So they're they're on it.
0: Um, I um, I, I, I want to start though beyond the the gushing over our pals and. I would also add that it's not um, – I wasn't paid to do that. That wasn't me trying to make up for blocking a few people on the Air Comfort Solutions text line yesterday. That's just me living. You know, this is, this is mind-boggling how incredibly invested in this product that not just you guys are but the Casey and Brian are and what it means to us. And when we're able to do something that I listen to and I'm like, damn, people are eating this up. I got to spread the word more, and that was – so kudos to Tyler, kudos to um, Parker. I mean, just incredible stuff yesterday. So, with that in mind, I feel like I want to start here in Starkville as we get set for Oklahoma and Southeastern Louisiana first game, and then the second game later this evening is OU and Mississippi State. I'm going to wait for confirmation from Coach – coming up at, you know, we're going to, who knows, uh, TJ, I might even play it on the show because, you know, we're heading over and their batting practice is going to start. And I'll get to talk to coach Castle here in about 30, 45 minutes or so. I don't think we're going to see grace lines this weekend. Now, uh, again, I haven't officially officialized that with anyone. Um, In fact, I haven't even had a chance to check in with G3 to see how she's doing. But I, in fact, I almost, (laughs) I was going to text Toby and say, Toby, ask me about this so that that way I can say, I don't think she's going to play. But in all seriousness, you know, this isn't a situation where, um, this isn't a situation where I think anyone is necessarily freaking out long term. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. Off the top, I, I, I think this is merely someone who is 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 battling through an illness and trying to trying to get as much rest as possible. And I don't think that this is a situation where it's anything that is, um, you know, concerning beyond just getting healthy as soon as you possibly can. Um, who who's the Virginia transfer? Blake Bales? Is that right for baseball? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whenever. To- <laughs> Toby, I, I was listening today, and I just I felt that in my in my heart whenever Toby's like, "So we're gonna see Blake Bales today." And the coach goes, "No, nope, no, we're not." It's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so I I, I want to make this very clear. I'm sitting here telling you I don't think we're gonna see Grace Lyons today. And then there's who knows? There's a chance that she pops out and she's in the starting lineup today. So it, you never know. But I. I feel unequivocally confident that this is gonna be a weekend for um you know Avery Hodgett short. This is gonna be a weekend for Tiari Jennings probably playing some shortstop. You know, I I would imagine you're gonna see Quincy Lilio playing some second base this weekend. Again, it's nothing like I said, this is my spidey sense more than anything else. And I know, again, there's there's people that catch the show at different times throughout the day, so I'm gonna maintain my patience on that today. like when you spend 10 minutes talking about the topic and the very next text is, Hey, have you heard anything about this? You're like, yeah, we just spent 10 minutes talking about it. So I'm going to be patient. I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm going to understand everyone tunes in at different times, but I I, I think if I'm filling out my bingo card for the weekend, I don't think that I would have grace lines on it. Hopefully I'm wrong. We shall see, but Oklahoma and Southeast Louisiana, Southeastern Louisiana coming up. Here in just a bit. All right. So, what did we learned last night about the Big Dance? I hope I'm hoping we get a chance for our top five stories of the day coming up at 11 a.m. this morning. Got a ton of stuff to get to. The uh, Big 12 tournament hit full swing, but I I don't know, TJ. I think I'm kind of like you. You know, now that Oklahoma is out, you have your team in in North Carolina. I always like North Carolina. I grew up a UCLA fan, so at least there's you've that. Got the, but...
1: you've got the the Bruins. Yeah, they're they're yeah. They're, they're locked in. They're you don't have okay. to worry about that. Yeah,
0: right. But it is from what this station is all about, right? It just seems a little bit like you're talking. You're talking a topic that beyond our, beyond our 60-18 giveaway getting here on Monday and people having a team that they picked that they can root for. Right now, TJ, I feel like most conversations around the NCAA tournament are kind of, unless you have a second team that you're all in on, unless you're gambling on, unless you got your picks in on it. I don't know, man. I feel like that it's like you're ripping the band-aid off an old wound whenever "Ah, the NCAA tournament coming up. Great. Remind me we're not there again. Thank you very
1: much. (laughs) Well, it's years like this, you hope, that you put out like the best bracket you've ever put out. Because then you just act like you're the expert and uh, oh, of course I knew that upset was happening and then you're all locked in because You've suddenly hit uh, so many first-round games, and your bracket's rolling great that it locks you in. So that's your hope there. If you if you have a disastrous first round and your team's out of it, then it's like, oh man, what am I going to do now? <laughs> so uh, that's well, what this you hope idea for. Sucks. Yeah,
0: you got to hope that you do a, an excellent bracket this year and you ride that, ride the momentum. I like the way that you think. So when we come back, what did we learn last night? Now, um, speaking of that, I appreciated. The, uh, the hard work, and I'm, I'm going to give kudos to, to Kerry Murdoch. He was the first one that, that I saw that had identified the player and the situation involved over at OU yesterday. Um, I'm not here to try to point my, my finger, but whenever everyone else decided to jump on this bandwagon at like 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock yesterday, whenever we would have been talking about it for like four hours, I think it's really I, – I, I think it's basically crappy whenever i'll see the news stations it's like player collapses or or some of the 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 aggregators oh you player collapses in hospital and it's all it's like what are we doing i mean we've been We've been talking about this all day long. We're trying to do what we can to keep it. I'm not saying under wraps. That's not my point. But to keep it where you're not inducing panic and we're able yeah, keep to keep it say, calm. Hey man, keep it calm. Yeah. Every uh, calmer than you, bro. And whenever you blow it out there with the all caps or the emboldened headline, it's like player collapses. It's like what are we doing? You know. Thankfully, all looks like it's going to be well. You know, Gentry Williams is able to go home and and rest with his family. And, and we'll see if he's going to be back. And it looks like it's not anything that's going to affect him long term. But it's, I, I'm sitting here this morning I'm watching Get Up was on my TV. And last night the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Golden State Warriors. Thumped at them. But yet the conversation is still over uh, a two-day-ago thing with Draymond Green's comments from his podcast and then a two-day-old story about Fred Van Vliet and what he said about officiating. And I'm just... You know, let's let's, let, let's move with the time, people. We're all supposed to be moving on. And the good news is that, to bring it back to this situation, the player is well, the player is healthy. Don't care about your clicks right now. I had people, I had some dude that was just wearing me out on the text line because I refused to say the name. Yesterday, Oh, trying for a Pulitzer. No, I'm just, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to sit here and be the guy that, even though I trust all the reportering that's going on out there, I I don't want to be the guy that has some sort of tie to OU where they're like, well, Plank, you know, he's officially an OU guy. I didn't want to be that guy, right? And as we've learned more as the process has played out, Oklahoma didn't even identify him whenever they sent out their release. So it's just a – it's a sad situation. It's a sad state of where we are sometimes in the need for clickbait and the need for eyes that that becomes the big story in the way that it was – just blown up yesterday. Well, we'll talk more about it. It's a busy, busy Friday. TJ and I getting to hang out with you. Uh, Connor's going to come in a little bit later right here on The Ref.
1: On the did you stay up and watch any of the
0: Big 12 last night, TJ, the late All game I between TCU and Kansas State?
1: I caught uh, a lot of the early part of it, but when I uh, I did not stay up for the whole thing. I will admit it, that.
0: You didn't have to. It's always interesting whenever you know, certain storylines become – Headlines, right? And TCU ends up smoking Kansas State last night. But TCU has the Eddie Lampkin situation that pops up in the middle of, gosh, when was that? Wednesday afternoon, right? Wednesday afternoon, Eddie Lampkin throws out on Instagram. Hey, man, I've it's been terrible for me here, even as, as serious along the lines of thinking about, you know, Taking his life and then then fires off a bunch of disdain laden tweets instagram post for jamie dixon i don't know if it's all still up or not but in your mind you know you're like well, there's no way TCU is gonna win there's there's a team leader that's basically coming out and calling his coach a racist and then tcu goes out and absolutely smokes kansas state in the second attic like, what you don't know what to make of it. I, I honestly, I didn't know. I didn't know what to make of Oklahoma State last night. And listen, I know, I understand that when I say this, it it sounds like sour grapes. And I want Oklahoma State to get in the tournament, but TJ, I don't think that's a tournament team. I don't think Oklahoma State's a tournament team. And you know, they had not played well down the stretch. Sure, they had a nice win in their final weekend of the season, but you know, beating Oklahoma for a Third time this year, not really going to do anything for them. And then, you know, it, what, what do they cut it to late? They have it down to like five or something. Yeah, in quick, it, it, for it a never, brief moment. Yeah, yeah. But it never really seemed like they were even in that game. So I know, I know, it's always going to have that. Oh, of course, you're going to say that about OSU. No, no, no. I, I don't. I don't think that's a tournament team. But I do think Oklahoma State is a team that you know I would be pushing for to go still play in the postseason if I was Mike Boynton, right? Couldn't make the tournament last year because, um, wait, was it last year or the year before? It was last year where they had the NCAA sanctions. This year, I'm very firmly and squarely on the bubble this morning, all of the, I guess you could say, reputable bracketologists have them on the outside looking in. But I again, and just watching the Big 12 games from last night and flipping around to the ACC and the Pac-12, I know it sounds terrible, but I don't. It, it also because they beat Oklahoma so soundly the three times they played them. I don't know, TJ, if that's a – I don't know if that's an NCAA tournament team. Yeah, especially with
1: Avery Anderson out and then some of their injury problems and stuff. So they just haven't looked good. I mean, even in the win over OU, they didn't look good. To, like, had they gone out there and shot the ball well and played well against OU and then uh, performed offensively a little bit better against Texas, maybe you got some people – saying uh ah, you know Texas was the better team Texas was supposed to win I think this is a good team they were in a, the, the toughest conference in America they've got 18 wins but they they haven't played well in the last few games and haven't looked great so it's kind of right. you give you give them the opportunity to talk themselves out of you if you are on the bubble like that so
0: uh, and again this is probably far more of a knock on Oklahoma but in all seriousness, that win over OU just didn't, I think, wow anyone. Now, you 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 play tight against Texas. I don't know how much the eye test matters. I think it truly comes down to a spreadsheet. But if Texas beats you on some heartbreaking last-second shot, then that's then that's one sure. thing. But Absolutely. they they, they didn't. They they thoroughly controlled that game. Now, I will say in in listening in listening to Teddy and Tyler yesterday. I did hear a stat, and I think they were giving credit to the Channel 8 in Tulsa, T.J. Eckert. But did we—is that right? Oklahoma hasn't won back-to-back games in the Big 12 tournament since they won it back-to-back seasons in 2 and 0-3? Uh, yeah, Toby actually—actually,
1: actually, he brought that stat up yesterday, so that may have been where T.J., if he was listening— uh. Because uh, when Toby said it, I said, that's just not true. And he not started true. going over, you know, you know, recently and how, you know, they may have been on the second day, but it's because they didn't play on the first day, so they lost that game and yeah, they haven't won back to back in twenty years. Oh my gosh. So, you know, you're, t- you're talking several coaches and several different groups of guys. This isn't like a, a five, six-year run with a couple of coaches here and you've had a coaching change. This is now two decades where that's what Toby's point was. Kansas City just is not good to the Oklahoma Sooners and hasn't been for a long time. They just can't win
0: multiple games there. They haven't been able to. It's and I know for the, the true Arden diehard basketball fan, right? It's got to be enraging. It's got to well, be enraging.
1: It wasn't. It was to me because I found. I, I thought. I was like, no, dude, you're wrong. You've had to have missed something somewhere. <laughs> and we started looking back and he hadn't. But then it was West Virginia uh, yesterday. I think they. Uh, I don't remember if I was listening to the radio broadcast. I was in and out of TV and radio all day uh-huh. yesterday listening and watching some of both. I don't remember if it was on the TV broadcast or the radio broadcast. They brought up. Um, Bob Huggins and his win totals and all this, but then the success he's had in the Big 12 tournament and his time, and it was like, oh, yeah, they've been in the uh, uh, semis this many times out of this many years. They've been in the championship game this many times. And I'm like, holy cow, they advance every year just about or every other year deep into the Big 12 tournament. And here's Toby earlier in the day saying uh, they haven't been there in, uh won back-to-back games in 20 years. I was like, man, Bob's yeah. getting it done in Kansas
0: City, whereas OU's had a lot of problems. Yeah, West West Virginia um, – hold on, I was, I was trying to look this up because you brought it up. West Virginia uh, has only been one and done in the Big 12 tournament, I want to say, like once in the last decade. And hold on, I'm, I'm making sure – yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like once in the last decade. And keep in mind, they were three straight years playing in the finals in 16, mm-hmm. 17, and 18. They played in the finals. And, by the way, here's another wild stat for the Big 12 tournament. Do you know what national championship contender has never won the Big 12 tournament? Baylor. Oh, really? I would have Baylor's... said they
1: won a time or two. but yeah. No.
0: Uh, in fact, Baylor has not won the Big 12 tournament. And they haven't even played in the finals since 2014 when Iowa State beat them. Wow. They had a stretch th- They that a stretch there in 9, 12 and 14 when they played in the finals. Outside of that, they haven't even made the championship game. And now some would argue some would in ar- this Big 12, Big 12 only. I'm not going back to the Southwest Conference, but some would argue TJ that that's always kind of been their plan. That Baylor goes into it, I I, I talked to King McClure, former Baylor player who's doing a lot of ESPN stuff, we did a show together the other day, and he even said, you know, it's it's kind of wild because, you know, our biggest goal was always the big dance, our big goal was always the NCAA championship, so, you know, maybe for some teams that's kind of the mindset in that, hey, we, we want to go win a championship, we couldn't care less about the Big 12 tournament, but you know, to know that Oklahoma hasn't won back to back games since they won back to back Big 12 tournaments in 02. Actually, back to back to back Big 12 tournaments, 01, 02, and 03. Uh, Dallas Price was the MVP two straight seasons. Nolan Johnson won it in 2001. The fact that OU hasn't won back to back game in the tournaments since that three year run. And then that West Virginia has been ex- as successful as they've been and Baylor has not, where Baylor's never won the title and only played in the championship game three times. I guess the question is simple. Help it make sense, TJ. Is it just... (laughs) It it, it can't, because you're talking about OU teams that have had Blake
1: Griffin, uh, Trey Young, Austin Mm -hmm. Reeves. I mean, there's been guys come through in that time period that haven't been able to win multiple games in Kansas City. And Baylor's probably smart in that... In that thinking, like, why play the extra games? If we know we're locked in as a 1-2 seed, we're comfortable in the tournament, why play the extra games and put the wear and tear on our body when we want to get to that turn, the main tournament and, and go on a run here? Why not save ourselves? So I can see that being a little bit of the philosophy of a Kansas or Baylor. Um, if you win it, great, but if not, hey, it saves us uh, a little bit on our wear and tear. Right. And, and getting ready for that tournament. It gives us an extra couple of days of rest and practice, and then we're ready to go Thursday or Friday next week. So Crazy.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Final four is set. We'll break it down for you uh, in, in the Big 12 men's side of things. Kansas, Iowa State tonight at 6 o'clock. Texas and TCU at 830. There, there's no way. Oh, they have the – I was just looking at, um, I was looking at the Big12sports.com. And they have it only listed on ESPN Plus, but I think ESPN U and ESPN2 has it as well. So quick break. When we come back, I get one more segment before I gotta catch a bus, which means probably time to pack and get dressed. But let's let's hit the best of the Air Comfort Solutions at Text Line. 405-651-3439. Get to hang out with TJ Perry. Connor is gonna slide in as well on a Friday. It's the plank show. All right, um, Air Comfort Solutions at Text Line. It's 939 right here on the ref. Uh, TJ sliding in here to take over while I head to the stadium. 405 3299,000 if you want to hit that Riverwind Casino jackpot line. 405 651 3439. Jim in Arlington writes, Oh, you used to get it done in KC. Hashtag Billy Ball Jim in Arlington. Oh, man. There, I mean, there was a hell of a stretch. If you go back to the history of the Big Eight, um, only one school had one more Big Eight championships in the tournament than Oklahoma. And that was Missouri. OU won four. Missouri had won six. Kansas also had won four. OU. And it's kind of wild because in the in the history of the of the Big Twelve tournament, now currently, OU is third in most championships won. They've played six times or five times in the championship game. They won three straight. Only Iowa State and then Kansas has won more. Kansas is twelve and three in the championship game in the Big Twelve. Twelve and three. It's unreal. Wow. The the fifteen appearances in the championship game. You combine the next three teams, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, and they don't reach fifteen appearances in the Big Twelve Championship game, T J that's wild. It's wild.
1: It's um uh... What's funny with that is it goes against the philosophy that Baylor uses. Of uh, Kansas knows they're locked into yeah. a top seed a lot, and they still say, "No, nah, we're just going to go out no, here we're and take go. this from everybody. Yeah. We're going to go dominate."
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay. I I appreciate this from the nine one eight because I think I kind of feel this way too. The nine one eight. This might sound sad, but I actually enjoy the NCAA tournament more. When my team isn't in it, far less stress. TJ, no, may, are you buying that? That
1: may be the case. It depends on the level of what you're expecting out of your team that year. If your team's going sure. in as a 1 or a 2 seed, maybe even a 3 seed, and you're like, man, they've got a legitimate shot, you're pretty stressed out through that whole thing. Mm-hmm. If you're going in and you're just glad you got there and you got a 10 seed or 11 seed and it's like just whatever happens, happens, um, you're not as stressed out about it. So. But, yeah, you're right. If it's, if, you, if you've if got a contending team, it can be very stressful. That Buddy I, Hill team, everybody oh. wanted to see them win that championship. And just every game was just like, come on, let's get it done. And then you get to that championship game, and
0: it's just heartbreaking. So, yeah, I, I can see that side of it. Oh, my gosh, that is – and that was the, the team probably best positioned to make a run in the Big Twelve tournament, mm-hmm. and that was a team when Buddy's half court shot was waved <laughs> the off The call that didn't count. Yeah. Oh my gosh! One of the greatest calls. I was—that was one of the few times where my family was like, "Yeah, go ahead and sync the game up. That's fine. You you listen to it," and like literally, you could not have two more perfect calls of an incredible finish. Between Toby and the radio side of it and how Fran was reacting on the TV side of it. I mean, literally as far as history is concerned, it's two of the greatest calls maybe in broadcasting history that nobody really embraces because. They don't count. They don't count. (laughs) They took it away from. (laughs) Um, I, I would add one more thing, too. I'm a little bit different because when my team is in it, like, TJ brought up, I do stress a little bit, but even if they get in as a 10-C, like Tulsa, uh, I think it was Frank Haith's first or second year, kind of got a surprise bid. And you're like, whoa, Tulsa got in. No, that's not happening this year. But when they were playing in the first four, in my mind, I become the, well, if you win this game and you get that matchup there, <laughs> then suddenly you're in the <laughs>
1: – You start <laughs> filling out your bracket that way too. Right, so exactly. what, what
0: What works out for your team best in matchups? Uh, th- this is a good. This is a good text from Brian with a Y in Tulsa. TJ, I understand your North Carolina days. I am from the state of Ohio, so everyone always asks if I'm a Buckeyes fan. I reply, "Shoot, no, I'm a Bobcats fan." I adopted the Sooners when I moved here to Oklahoma. Ohio University was my first team, so God Himself always wanted me to be an OU fan. <laughs> I. Uh, that was my favorite thing. And this shows brief. Well, I say brief history, and our brief history on on ninety four point seven, if you will, uh, which I guess now is going on almost what three years, two years, two years. Yeah, Maybe almost it's not two so years. Brief. Yeah. In in radio life, I mean that's that's like dog years. So that's fourteen years that we've been on this signal. <laughs> but that whatever someone had heard the Kelsey brothers talking on their podcast about how their dad played football, their grandpa played football at OU and their mom went to OU too. And this person, probably the same as I would have been, is like, whoa, there is an Oklahoma tie to the Kelsey brothers. And then lo and behold we find out, much like Brian can attest to, people call Ohio University OU. Not we don't need to get into an OU fight. Not like fighting about whether or not Oklahoma is in the South or the Midwest. When we all truly know that it's in the Midwest. I'm just kidding, TJ. Don't call, dude. Please don't call. Don't. Call. I, I, I didn't mean to. You're putting the pain on me with that. I'm about to get a phone call. Hey, you tell Plank that we're in the south. Um, and True Sooner drops this on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I've been full-on recruiting for 40 years, and locked in is the best ever. Seriously. I love it. I mean, if you missed the open of the show today, uh, yesterday was one of those few days whenever I was kind of out and about during the afternoon. So I truly got to sit and listen to locked in with Tyler and uh, with Tyler. I don't know why I can't remember Parker's name today. I'm like, oh, for three no, he's with forgetful. Tyler Parker. He's, he's very forgetful, very handsome, very forgetful. But I forgot uh, I, I hadn't had a chance to to listen to our follow locked on. And I sat and listened to about the full hour of it on on Wednesday uh, or Thursday, excuse me. I'm telling you right now, if you're a Sooner fan, if you're a recruiting fan, that's the best show going. If you get mad at me because I don't talk enough about recruiting, my goodness, two to three is just fantastic. Keep the texts coming. Uh, I got to go pick up the kids real quick. So uh, TJ's and gonna, I watch the house. I watch the house. Gonna watch the house for a while. Uh, I'll rejoin you from over uh, on campus before OU and Southeast Louisiana. As this wild, mixed-up, kind of white Santa day continues right here. Uh, White elephant. No, pink. Wait, what do they say whenever you trade gifts? What's that called? Uh, White elephant, right? White elephant. Thank you. This white elephant day continues right here on The Ref. Welcome back. It is
1: the Plank Show. Minus Plank now for uh, a couple of segments, and then he'll head over to the – to the uh, ballpark or the softball field in the press box and hop in and uh, be back with you to finish out the show. But since Plank jumped out, we're allowing Josh to jump back in for a few seconds and let us know what he's got going on today.
2: What's going on, Josh? Well, good morning. It's like the Sopranos this morning, <laughs> morning on the Plank show. That's very nice. Just just a uh, big fan. What's family. going on? Well, great, great to be with you this morning. Sorry that we've uh, missed the first little bit. If you're wondering why, I'm sure you've been telling the people, yes. but uh, we've got State semifinal basketball action, 6A girls set to uh, do battle here. We think at 1030 we'll see Holland Hall's leading Carl Albert right now in the game before us, 40-23 to 23 as we approach the end of the third there. But it is slated for a 1030 tip-off between Norman and Edmund Memorial on krefsports.tv. So we'll probably go live with pregame about 15 before that. But more than anything, TJ, good morning to you. I just wanted to invite everybody. I would say, hey, mute Andrew and myself if you have to get your ref fixed. But we'd love if you watch along with us this morning. Uh,
1: Obviously, with it being the state tournament, Josh, that means uh, if they're tuning in to krefsports.tv – uh, that's a fifty-dollar charge, correct, to watch this game? Is that what, it is <laughs> no. that what we're doing? No,
2: that is a that is a false statement that oh, you just oh. reported there. This I thought it was free. F- free? E- what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> if you would like to
1: spend, send fifty dollars in, just send it uh, uh, care of me, and I'll uh, I'll make sure it gets into the hands of the right people. So, uh, no, that's awesome. It's awesome that you guys get the opportunity to call this kind of a uh, surprise. we were not expecting to, and uh, get to be there for a. Uh, for a big game that you get to call here in a little bit.
2: Yeah, it should be should be fun. These two teams, TJ, have met twice already and in perfect fashion to set up for this broadcast today. They've split the two meetings. So the first meeting was all the way back. Would have been the uh, season opener for Norman. And Edmund Memorial won that game 65-58. All the way back in on November 29th, then you flip fast forward. And on February 17th, the two teams... Met again, seventy-five, sixty-two. Norman won that contest, so we got the rubber match today.
1: Excellent, excellent. Um, so, if they're tuning in, what do you think on pre-game? Maybe about ten fifteen or so, ten twenty somewhere in there. If they're wanting to, they're wanting to check you guys out.
2: Yeah, TV, Ten fifteen, no later than ten twenty. We're set up. I, peace of mind, TJ. Got here early. All of all of our T's have been crossed, eyes are dotted. We're ready to roll.
1: Excellent, excellent. All right, man, appreciate you hopping in. I'll uh, I'll keep promoting it for you, and uh, we'll keep reminding them, and uh, have a great call today.
2: Okay, man, appreciate it, All and right. uh, everybody have a good one. See you. Right.
1: Appreciate it, Josh. Josh Helmer, krefsports.tv. I was teasing. There's no charge there ever. We do not charge a fee for any of the uh, streaming events that we do there at krefsports.tv. So Norman High, Edmund Memorial, uh, 10.30 is supposed to be tip-off time, but that could float by a few minutes here or there. But just kind of keep it on that side, and uh, Josh and them will bring you pregame, like he said, probably about 10.15, 10.20. to want to everybody, too, the big giveaway, Buffalo Wild Wings, coming up in more on Monday. If you're out of the area, cannot attend the event, we will have a select uh, number of teams that we're going to give away with an online entry. So you can go to krefsports.tv, uh, or not, You don't need to go to that. That's for Josh and them. Now I'm getting my uh, website's confused. Uh, KREF.com. Log in there. You'll be able to uh, sign up, and then we'll put you in a separate hopper. If you're going to the event, it gives you a chance to have your name in two different hoppers. So go ahead. It gives you an extra entry. Sign up online. You'll be in that hopper as well as the entry that you'll fill out when you get to Buffalo Wild Wings on Monday. So giving yourself two shots at a team. If you get one, though... That's the only thing you, you can't win, too. So if we draw your name twice, your name would just be uh, taken out since you've already got a team. But it gives you an extra chance for an opportunity. Plus, all the great prizes that we're going to have that we're going to give away uh, instantly on uh, throughout the day on Monday can only be won if you're live at the event. So a lot of uh, great uh, uh, bank cards, different things from uh, some banks and stuff like that, some uh, hard Cash that we'll be giving away that you'll have the opportunity to uh, win uh, Courtesy of uh, some great sponsors throughout the day But you have to be on site to to win that So go online now, fill out your entry form uh, Hopefully you're able to fill that out and join us Give yourself a chance at 2 But we'll be there from 12 to 7, Buffalo Wild Wings and more And uh, start giving away a teams around 2 o'clock Is when we'll start giving the teams away So it gives you a chance to get there, get some lunch, get you a spot uh, say for you and your friends, and uh, then we'll get the uh, party started with the teams giving away uh, approximately 2 p.m. on that day. Also, the bracket challenge is up as well. You can go to kref.com/slash68team, and that will take you to the link for the bracket challenge on espn.com. If you were in, I, I mentioned this this morning. If you've been in the contest the last couple of years, you should be able to just log into your ESPN account. Go to the Bracket Challenge page. It'll show you your previous groups. So it'll say right there, the Ref Radio Sports Network group, uh, Ref Bracket Challenge. And click on that, and then there's a button that'll say Rejoin. You just click Rejoin. Boom, you're back in. You don't have to worry about it. But if you need all that, you need the password, all that, kref.com backslash 68team. That will pull up the page with the link to the Bracket Challenge. It'll also have the group name and the password there and uh, get you signed up, brought to you by Wonderhouse Design and Consignment. So uh, chance at a flat-screen TV if you are the one with the best bracket there. So we'll take a timeout for the the top-of-the-hour break. I'll be back for one or two more segments before uh, Plank joins back up with you in Starkville. So back after this on The Ref.